Would you stand with me as I read God's word? Genesis chapter 4, verses 1 through 8. Amen? I'll be reading out of the King James Version. Those of you with other versions, bear with me. Amen? Genesis chapter 4, verses 1 through 8. Amen? When you have it, would you please signify it with the amen? Amen. And the text reads, And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived. And bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? And why is thou countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel his brother. And it came to pass, when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel his brother. And slew him. Amen. I want to title this an offering to the Lord. Amen. You may be seated. I got two points today. Point number one, Abel's respected offering. And point number two, Cain's not respected offering. Yeah, I'll hold it. Amen. Thank you. Let me give you an introduction to this text. Whenever I check my mailbox there is always some kind of offering of credit or loans. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express. Payday loans, car loans, and home loans. Each one of them are looking to put their best foot forward to give me what I'm willing to accept. They all detail how much money I can attain if I were to accept their offer. Now... On the other hand, there are certain kind of offerings that you reject immediately. You know, like when you're in the parking lot of your favorite store and you get offered some drugs for a small fee, of course. Can't forget about the bootleg man with all those DVDs that are still playing in the movie theater. And then, occasionally, you run across that cat Pookie 
a little Ray Ray up the street from your house who offers to sell you just about everything from guns to shoes. You know, some of that stuff still had the tags on them. Now, you being the Christian that you are, I'm confident you rejected the offer and said no instantaneously. And when you did, some of them may have gotten angry. Don't worry, it wouldn't be the first time. As a matter of fact, if I can have your attention just for a little while, we're going to see in the Bible the very first time an offering was rejected and how the rejected party will respond. Amen? Let me give you some background on this text. Genesis is the first book of the Bible. Adam and Eve, the first man and woman on earth, just got kicked out of the Garden of Eden for their rebellion against a holy God. God had commanded Adam not to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Satan, disguised as a serpent, isolated Eve and convinced her to doubt God's command and give in to the desires of her own will. So she ate the fruit of the tree, and then her husband Adam followed suit, even though God had forbid them to. Sin was the result, and their eyes were all of a sudden opened, and they knew the difference between good and evil by experimentation with sin. You know what the spider said to the fly who flew into his web? Consider yourself caught up. Point number one, Abel's respected offering. Verse four, chapter four, verse one says, And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Looking at this text, people of God, What stands out to me is the intimacy in a marriage between a man and a woman. It clearly reads Adam and Eve, and I'm sorry, but not Adam and Steve. Somebody needs to know in 2015, God instituted marriage, and since God ain't changed it, nor should we. See, I don't care about the so-called Supreme Court saying what's unconstitutional. They being overruled by the supreme being, God, Jehovah, Yahweh, Elohim, El Shaddai, God the Father. They being overruled. And guess what? The Bible said it's been sustained. The second thing I recognize in this text is Eve conceived and bared a son named Cain. His name means acquisition. Now, clearly, same-sex couples can't conceive. They can't do that. Eve immediately acknowledged Cain was given to her by God. Now, notice in our text, the term Lord is all in all caps. Anytime you see this in the Bible, it's actually God's personal name, Yahweh or Jehovah. Verse number two, and it reads, and she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of the sheep. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. Looking at verse 2, the first thing I notice is Eve gives birth to a second man named Abel. His name means vapor. Now, it's very interesting to me, people of God, how our text shifts immediately 
until what job Abel had. You see that? He was a keeper of the sheep. Now, anytime you see someone with the occupation of a sheep herder in the Bible, that usually speaks of their righteousness and their righteous standing with the holy God. For the Bible states in John 10, 27 and 28, my sheep hear my voice and I know them. They follow me and I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. So I have a question for you. Are you one of those sheep? Do you hear God's voice in 2015? And are you following Jesus? Even when the three enemies of Christians, the world, your flesh, and Satan uh-huh. is telling you not to, yeah. are you following Jesus? Yeah. 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 Now, Cain had a job as well. Uh-huh. He was a tiller of the ground. Well, well. A tiller was someone who labored by plowing, sowing, and raising crops. Uh-huh. You know what? Can I give you the drive through version? Yeah, Cain was a farmer, y'all. Uh-huh. That's what he was. He was a farmer. Yeah. Cain was a farmer. Looking at the text in verse 3, it says, And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Now, where it says in the process of time, it means when it was time for harvest. Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Uh Uh-oh. Here we go again with some fruit. It was fruit that got us into this mess. And now Cain wants to offer fruit from the ground that God had cursed to be a reminder to man for the consequence of sin as an offering to God. For the Bible says in Genesis 3 and 17, and unto Adam, he said, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow, that word sorrow means the opposite of joy, shall thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Cain, you want to offer a holy God your own labor, your own works from the ground God has cursed? What is an offering anyway? You know what, New Beginnings? That's a good question. Can I tell you? An offering is anything brought to God as a confession or thanksgiving, which includes our money and is part of our worship. Now, Kevin Tate commenting on the text states, an offering is not giving God what you want him to have. It's giving God what he has already asked you to give. And that is your best. You know want to know why? Because God gave us the best in his son, Jesus Christ. He was the best and still is the best above all the rest. Jesus Christ. Amen. Looking at verse number four, and it reads, it says, And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. Notice the difference in the two offerings. Abel brings the firstlings or the firstborn of animals of his flock to God. Let me ask you another question. Are you bringing to God your firstlings or is God getting what's left over? 
Are you writing your rent check before you pay your tithes and offering? Did you give an offering before you went out to eat last week? Before you went shopping, got your hair did, bought some new shoes, bought some new clothes. And you know what? Truth be told, before you bought that lottery ticket at 7-Eleven, are you giving God what's his? Is God first? Is he first? Tell your neighbor, is God first? Is God first? The fat, the fat thereof represents a sweet aroma to God. Because the fat of an animal was thought to be the best part of the creature. You know, just like the fat that's on bacon, right? Or on a pork chop. All the juices flowing in your mouth. It's the best part. Don't give me no turkey bacon. Give me that real bacon. You know, the pork bacon. All the fat. It's the best part. The Lord. The Lord accepted Abel's offering. Because Abel put his best foot forward, gave God his firstlings and his best. So we see why Abel had a respected offering. Amen? Amen. Point number two, Cain's not respected offering. And the text reads, but unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. Anytime you see the word but in the text, here comes the contrast to what was previously said in the text. What we see in this text is that God rejected Cain's offering. So one must always ask himself why. Why would God not accept Cain's offering? It's not just how he brought it. It's not just what he brought, but it's what he didn't bring. Can I tell you why? Remember in the garden when Adam and Eve sinned, which is rebellion against the holy God, and sold fig leaves together to make themselves aprons in Genesis 3 and 7. Well, family, have you ever heard the saying, you can't get blood out of a turnip? In Genesis 3.21, God had to make them coats of skin. In other words, some innocent blood had to be shed. Somebody needs to know in 2015 that it was innocent blood in the garden and it was innocent blood on the cross that covered and removed your sins. Listen, it was blood, the blood, the blood. He had no blood. It was missing. I don't have any gum, but chew on this. Cain should have known blood wasn't a request. It was a requirement. Cain brought fruit when he should have brought some blood. For the Bible says in Leviticus 17.11, For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. That word atonement, it is defined as a reconciliation of God and man through a blood sacrifice. Keep in mind at this time, there was no high priest. This is right after the Garden of Eden. Cain didn't have any blood. Hebrews 9 and 22 states, and almost all things by the law purged with blood. That word purge means 
cleansed, cleansed with blood. Amen. That word remission. Uh, excuse me. And without shedding of blood, there's no remission. That word remission is another word for forgiveness. Listen to me. In the blood of Jesus, there was cleansing in that blood. There was consecration in that blood. And there was covenant in the blood of Jesus. Remember how I said an offering is anything brought to God as a confession or thanksgiving? God rejected Cain's offering because it had no confession, thanksgiving, or blood. Now, wait a minute, you say, hold on, Brother Tate. How was Cain supposed to know he needed a confession, thanksgiving, and blood? Well, how did Abel know he needed a confession, thanksgiving, and blood? It had to be either God himself told them or their parents told them, if not both. Maybe he got it, but where the text is silent, we must be. Uh, Parents, we can't be afraid to tell our kids to learn from our sins of fornication, drug abuse, drug dealing, gang banging, gambling, stealing, hustling, or however else you sinned against the holy God. So they too won't commit the same sins. Teach them to obey a holy God. Tell them. Show them how to live for God. Got to show them. Looking at verse number five, it says, But unto Cain and to his offering he had no respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. When God rejected Cain, Cain got angry. That term wroth, it, it, it means angry. The word countenance is in reference to the expression on the face of a person, right? You ever call yourself being mad at God because he rejected your offering? Your offering of prayer to hook up with that married co-worker who was separated from their spouse. Your offering of rebellion to smoke a little weed to relieve some so-called stress. Your offering of disobedience to keep your tithe in your pocket. So you can go on vacation. Your offering of excuse to miss Bible study. So you can go to happy hour to get drunk with your friends. Has God rejected your offering? Has God? Has God? Has God rejected? Has he rejected your offering? Looking at the text in verse 6 it says. And the Lord said unto Cain. Why art thou wroth? And why is thou continents fallen? You know what I noticed about this text? God has a sense of humor, right? He's God. He's asking them a question. It's a rhetorical question, but he's God. God is asking Cain, why is he mad? And why is the expression on your face falling as if he doesn't know, right? But notice this, family. Even in Cain's anger, a holy God seeks to resolve his issues, right? Somebody needs to know in 2015 that in your anger, a holy God is seeking to resolve your issues as well. If you are willing to listen and obey. You know, a a funny thing about that word obey. If you were to drop the O and drop the Y, you would have B. It's funny how people will obey God on one hand and try to be God on the other. But it's time for people just to try to obey God with both hands. Amen. 
It's time for us to obey God with both hands. Both hands. That's what got Satan in trouble. That's what got Adam and Eve in trouble. And it looks like it's getting Cain in trouble. Amen. Amen. Verse number seven. If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And verse 7, family, God gives him the solution to his anger. Listen, Cain, do right and go get what I asked for. Go get the confession. Go get the thanksgiving and go get the blood. Then I will accept your offering. Don't approach me like you have no sin. No, no. You need some blood for atonement for your sinful heart. Keeping it real, we all need some blood for our sinful hearts. The Bible says in 1 John 1 and 8, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, New Beginners, to tell somebody that the opposite of the truth is not a lie. The opposite of truth is a sin. That's what it is. Not a lie. It's not a lie. The opposite of truth is sin. It's sin. God also tells him what his other option is. If you don't do what I say, give me what I ask for, then sin awaits looking to rule you. But you must overcome its urge. Do I have some people out there willing to overcome sin's urge? Hallelujah. All. Self-reliance always equals God defiance. It all boils down to a choice that is made by you. As I read verse 8. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. People of God, listen to me. The text suggests that Cain talked with his brother. And when the opportunity presented itself, Cain was so full of anger and hate that he committed the first murder in the Bible. It was his brother who was also the first prophet in the Bible. For Luke chapter 11, 50 and 51 states that the blood of all the prophets which was shed from the foundation of the world, may be required of this generation. From the blood of Abel unto the blood of Zacharias, which perished between the altar and the temple. Verily I say unto you, it shall be required of this generation. This hate made them kill the first prophet in the Bible. First John 3 and 12 says, Not as Cain who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew he him? Because his own works were evil, and his brother's righteous. Cain enabled people of God. is the foreshadowing of what the Jews did to Jesus. They killed him because of his righteousness. Somebody needs to recognize in 2015, 
that it was Cain that entered their black church in South Carolina one June evening. And he had a conversation with nine neighbors. You see, their offering of love, worship, confession, and thanksgiving was accepted by God. But Cain's offering of hate, prejudice, bigotry, and dissension was rejected by God. So Cain killed nine Abels. But God got the glory. Because of that innocent shared blood, countless people rallied together to love each other and praise God even more. South Carolina has removed the Confederate flag. And now, even more Abels exist and one less Cain. All because of Cain's not respected offering. This was the story of an offering to the Lord. Amen? Amen. So as I draw to a close, we talked about Cain and Abel being born to Adam and Eve. Cain was a farmer and Abel a keeper of the sheep, which is the indicator of right standing with God. We discussed the offerings of Cain and, and Abel brought. Cain brought the fruit of the ground and Abel, the firstlings of his flock, and the fat thereof. We spoke about the difference between the two offerings and how Cain's offering was rejected because the lack of confession, thanksgiving, and most importantly, the blood. How there is atonement in the blood, cleansing, covenant, and consecration in the blood. And finally, finally, Cain response to the rejection which ultimately led to the murder of Abel. Here's the application. This is what this means to you. If you're not a Christian, you need to bring an offering to God so your sins can be forgiven. That provision has been made for you by God when Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, bled and died on the cross. You bring your offering by confessing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and asking for forgiveness of your sins. Jesus, who is our high priest, then takes your confession, offers it up to God. God accepts it as atonement for your sins because of Christ's blood and imputes you with your son's righteousness. Visa, MasterCard, American Express, payday loans, car loans, Buddha, uh, Muhammad, Fuchsia won't do as an offering to God or get you atonement. Only the blood of Jesus. If you are a Christian, keep confession to sin in your life and turn from it. Any offering that you give to the Lord, make sure it is your best. Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem. Never has there been a man like this. He healed the sick, gave sight to the blind. They beat him all night long on a Friday and hung him on the old rugged cross. He died. Saturday went by. Nothing happened. But early, early, early Sunday morning, he would rise with all power in his hand. Amen. Amen. It was the blood 
It was the blood, and it still is the blood. Amen. God bless you. It's an honor and a privilege. New beginnings. God bless you.